0: From early on in this outbreak, scientists have been on the hunt for something that could shut this virus down and give us our lives back. A vaccine. A few months ago, there was a lot of excitement as the very first clinical trials for the coronavirus began. It was in record time. The search for a coronavirus vaccine has become one of the fastest moving in history. Vaccines usually take years, not months, to produce. This is happening at warp speed. Never before, have hundreds of scientists all over the world been focused on the same thing at the same time, creating a vaccine for COVID-19. And more and more vaccine candidates are entering the fray. We're at the point where around a dozen clinical trials are on the go. Hundreds of people have volunteered for a jab in the arm to test all kinds of different vaccines. And as part of this, scientists are taking some big gambles. The vaccine that we're looking at is an incredibly modern type of vaccine. It's not the traditional way of building a vaccine, so we're going as fast as humanly possible. Many of them are not traditionally vaccine companies. They they are using novel ideas from oncology, from things they've learned treating cancer. It's never been used in a vaccine before. And if one of these gambles pay off, it could be huge. We could get a vaccine soon. The US government says that their goal is to get a vaccine to Americans by January 2021. They're calling this Operation Warp Speed. And if it could be done, this would be unprecedented. And in the land of vaccines, this would be record-breaking. It often takes something like 10 years for a vaccine to go from the lab to the doctor's office. So can we really do it? Get out of this pandemic by January, before Santa even catches his breath? Well, to get there, labs all around the world are scurrying around, experimenting with different kinds of vaccines. But they all have the same goal, to train our immune system to recognize and kill this coronavirus. And to do that, many vaccine developers have homed in on one thing. Professor Carla Satchel at Northwestern told us all about it. If you think about the picture that you've seen of coronavirus, like everywhere, it looks like a ball with little points coming out of it. Those points are the spike. The spike protein. You know it, I know it. It's the most famous spike since Spike Lee and the most famous protein since collagen? Anyway, this spike is so important because it's a major thing that tells our body, wait, this virus, it doesn't belong here. That actually is what our immune system sees most readily it sees the spike. After our immune system sees the spike, it learns to recognize and quickly respond to it by creating things like antibodies to fight it. And then some of those antibodies hang around so that if the virus shows up... Then the virus will just be cleared away by our immune system so that the next time we see that disease, we don't get sick in the first place. So if you're making a vaccine, how do you get your immune system to quickly recognize this spike? Well, one way is that scientists can take a coronavirus and then make it less dangerous. Say they kill the virus. Most commonly, uh, vaccines are made by growing up the virus and inactivating that virus, sometimes with a chemical, sometimes with heat, and then that is then injected. Another way scientists can do this is make a version of the virus that's too weak to make you sick. And this is how we make a lot of vaccines that we're familiar with. Things like the measles and chicken pox and flu vaccines. It's tried and tested. We know it can work. And some companies are going this way to try to make our coronavirus vaccine. But other groups are ditching this meat and potatoes vaccine method. They're using newer tech, more experimental ways of building a vaccine. And these experimental methods are getting a ton of attention and funding right now because governments and big pharma are hoping they'll deliver the goods faster. So for these, instead of giving you a whole coronavirus, these vaccines are basically using genetic material from the coronavirus. And then they're plopping that into your body. And scientists have chosen a very particular piece of genetic material. The spike. It's the recipe for the spike protein. And this can come in a couple of forms. One is called mRNA. Our body will see that as a normal mRNA and just translate it into a protein. Wow, so this if this vaccine works, it would encourage your body to make little coronavirus proteins. Yes, that's that's the idea. Wow, that seems so futuristic. <laughs> As, as scientists were like, you know, that's really cool, right? So you're getting the body to generate that protein for you. Yeah. So these spike proteins that your body has made will then be floating around. And the idea is that your immune system will see it, make antibodies, and ta da, you'll have immunity. And many of the vaccines in this race are delivering this genetic material to us in different ways. So some are shoving mRNA into a ball of fat so that your cells will slurp it up, while other groups are trying to smuggle in that code using, get this, a totally different virus, one that won't hurt you. Is it fair to say that they've taken a different virus and then they're like like Halloween, like they're dressing it up like the coronavirus? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What? This is insane. And so this all sounds bonkers mad. Will it really work? In our full episode over on the Science Versus feed, we talk to some more experts about how the clinical trials are going. And we find out if it's possible to make enough vaccines for the entire planet by the end of the year. To listen, just search for Science VS in Spotify and follow the links to our episode, Coronavirus, Dude, where's my vaccine? I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.